legacy is something which has always been really important to my family. And I learned young the price of legacy. My grandfather served in the Second World War, and I grew up with both him and my grandmother. And my mother and her siblings, my uncles and auntie, always remember what it was like growing up and having the war in the house. My grandfather was captured on Crete, and after having been injured, I think it was shrapnel. And so he was captured on the beach, and then he was taken to a prison of war camp in Austria. During that time, he went from being a strapping, vital young man to a physical shadow of himself. And when he came back from the war, the war came back with him. And I think that if you have someone in your house, in your home, or in your family that has served, you know what I'm talking about. Now, he wasn't a violent man and all those sorts of things, but his nerves were shot. There were times when he had to be admitted for care, for psychiatric care, because, of course, back in those days, they didn't call it PTSD. And I just remember growing up with my grandfather, who I absolutely adored, and him being very much terrified of loud noises and if anyone would drop a cup or slam a cupboard he would react badly it was as though a bomb had gone off in the house so there were a whole lot of things that I as a grandchild and my uncles and auntie had to put up with in the home prior to my birth and my mum talks a bit about it and for me I think that that's the reason that the recent theft of my grandfather's medals hurt so very much. It wasn't a question of the medals themselves, but it was a question of what they represented to my family. So, in essence, if you see on the Invisible Sensei Facebook, my grandfather's hard-won war medals were stolen in a burglary of my uncle's home. And my uncle takes those medals every year and wears them and gives us opportunity to wear them on Anzac Day, which is a day in New Zealand and Australia in which we remember the Anzacs, all of those who served in foreign conflicts, not just in the First and Second World War, but in Vietnam and Korea and in all the other conflicts that have happened since. So it's a very special day, and it's a day that we've always observed as a family. When I've been travelling wherever in the world I've been on the day that I know that's Anzac Day, whether or not I'm in the Commonwealth, I always observe that day and take some time to remember my grandfather and remember those who served and paid the ultimate sacrifice, those who came back and sacrificed their own youth and their vitality. And I wonder at times when we walk through this world, especially as martial artists, whether or not we understand the legacy that we're trying to encompass. I can't for a moment imagine what it was like for my grandfather, but what I can 
imagine is what it's like to have something that has been so heartfelt to be ripped away from you. My grandfather's medals are not my grandfather. And to be honest, I think if my grandfather was still here, he would actually encourage us to, obviously he'd be pissed off, <laughs> just like all of us, but I think he'd be able to keep that in its right perspective and we're hoping that those will be recovered. point is, is what are we leaving behind that connects us to the past? In martial arts, that's exactly what we're doing every time we turn up at the dojo or the gym or the coin or wherever we train and whatever we train in. We're revisiting the techniques of the past. We're revisiting something that someone worked their ass off to not only learn but also to teach. In Māori martial arts, you know, there's never been a competitive element in our traditional arts. To be honest, we're a pragmatic people and competition is really to see who can feed their family and the community to make sure that, you know, shelter and all those sort of basic things are taken care of. Those are the priorities. So war was not hugely thought of in terms of how can we win. It was more an imposition. And I think when I think about conflict and I think about, you know, going to the dojo and all the rest of those sorts of things, I am reminded of the legacy that we try to uphold. For me, the way in which I try to uphold the legacy of my grandfather is to be respectful of the sacrifices that he and men and women of his ilk made and have continued to make all over the world. And I think it's important for us to take time when we do these things to look around and think about the legacy that we've been given. Now the point is is that we don't go out and we try and become, I'm not trying to become my grandfather and I'm not trying to become some mega machine, but what I am trying to become is worthy of the freedoms that I enjoy on a daily basis. You know, in the world in which we live in, you know, people uh, spend a lot of time focusing on what we don't have. And I think at times it's really important to focus on what we do have. And we focus on where we want to be as opposed to enjoying where we are. And do I have all the money in the world and do I have this and do I have that? No. I don't have the flash car, I don't have a billion dollars in the bank to kind of kick around, but what I have is a great life. I have a wonderful family, a wonderful partner. I get to train in a martial art that I love. And I get to do that because men and women like my grandfather and those who serve put it on the line. Now, of course, people are going to have thoughts about that. And, you know, one of the words which is kicked around quite a bit is the way of the warrior with martial arts. But I think it was Martin Luther King who said, it's not worth living if you don't have something in your life worth dying for. And whilst I don't train anymore with the idea that I'm going to go out and fight a million ninja warriors bent on my personal destruction, 
I do think about this morning as I was walking the dog up through the bush and into the forest, how lucky I am to enjoy those freedoms. So yes, on occasion, if you listen to this podcast a bit, you'll hear me moan about my knee and my hip and my this and my that and so on and so forth in my back. But today I'm feeling really grateful. I'm feeling really grateful and mindful of the sacrifices that my grandfather made. I'm thinking of the way in which he would always look after me and play with me and the way in which he had a dry sense of humour. And whilst we're busy trying to become these machines and develop these martial arts, I think it's important to take a moment to remember the legacy that we are lucky enough to be a part of. What are you leaving behind? I think it's a focus on evolution and we have to move as fast as we can that we don't stop and look around. For me, karate and kobudo and jiu-jitsu and all those martial arts, the ones that I practice, the ones that I try to be good at, are now about a lifestyle. Trying to live a healthy, focused and rich life. And the richness of life is not based on what I have, it's based on what I can give. So today when I get my gear on and I go up to the dojo and I complain about the floor, I'm going to be thinking about my grandfather. I'm not going to be thinking about his medals. But I'm going to be thinking about who I am, where I've come from, and how lucky we are.